0: Karen Lamb once said, a year from now, you may wish you had started today. Salute Nation. It's April 3rd, 2023, 446 a.m. on the East Coast, and it's currently 36 degrees out here this morning in New York. Episode 62. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Since last Friday, well, we had Black Friday instead of Black Saturday. Chat BT, uh, Chat GPT, excuse me. It made a little news in Italy. I'll talk about that. Talk about some E three, the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Some news about that. TikTok. Some updated news about TikTok and WrestleMania. WrestleMania had two big nights. Well, one big night. And one uh, totally different than I pictured it to finish. As well as some WWE news before I get started with the sports. So let's start with Black Friday. Uh, I don't know how many times we had to beat up on certain individuals. It's either they don't know or they don't care. It's probably both. No they, they they're they're watching. so it's definitely not they don't know. They care because they're watching as well. But here's the thing, Black Friday was a success and upbeat. It, it, it was definitely a good vibe. It was definitely brought back that, that beatdown that is highly deserved on the Mount Shitmores or Mart, Mount Skidmarks. They do bring the best out of us. <laughs> Even though we, we we're better. Apologize or fight. Because this isn't going to stop with just your silences. It's kind of fishy that um end of the end of the night of Black Friday. We had an individual go on to the panel in other things. He claimed to be a, a content creator. Wouldn't say who. But it was just awkward. Fishy. And, um, (laughs) I do speculate that he is part or down or cool with Mount Shitmore's. A hunch. Could I be wrong? Sure. He uttered that he's just sick and tired of all this, this bullshit. Which is nothing wrong. That's cool. See, here's the thing about this whole us versus them. We are not telling people don't go there. We're not. That's not. That's not our memo. That's not what we are about. We are about the Raider Nation. We, we believe that everybody can eat within the nation. We're not going to do events or do anything that just benefits us. Our beef with them has nothing to do with them doing events that benefit them. If you want to make yourself into a brand, you are going to make money from it. There's nothing wrong with making money. Our beef with Mitch has nothing to do with him getting paid. It's him getting paid off of us and claiming to be a Raider fan. Does this mean that he, somebody who is not a Raider fan first can't be a Raider fan afterwards? Sure. Once you get to know the sport, and you learn the history. If you were not a Raider fan then, then you're just a clown. Then you are just making money. Uh, becoming a fan to make money. Now, I can't say that's how Mitch really is. There's speculations, And I call him a fake fan. But he doesn't have to prove nothing to me. I I hold no ownership of being the king of the fans that's nobody say nobody is the king fan nobody is the greatest fan i know we have a hall of fame in the nfl now of for fans and they get you know elected to become into the hall of fame but that doesn't make them the greatest fan I mean, it's cool they, they get to go to every game or majority of the games. That's good. But all because you can afford to go to every game or more than, and you can buy all the merchandise, doesn't make you the greater fan. The greater fan it lies within you. It, it's, it's about the heart. Why do you love the raiders and that's the same question you can ask any fan base why do you love your team if any of them says because the colors then they're not a fucking fan or they're not a strong enough fan i should put it that way right or when you know women They have fandoms because somebody may look better. I just love how they look in their uniforms. But does that mean that they're not a fan? (sighs) Sure. My opinion, yeah. But I don't have the final say. Right, All because somebody is a, a female doesn't make that I, I'm a better fan because she's a female, I'm a man, and I play the game. And it has nothing to do with it. I have met some Raiderettes who have the knowledge of this, not just the sport, but this franchise, this organization, and it doesn't blow my mind away. It just makes me proud that that women should be recognized. Now, I'm going farther out than I should. I mean, this started on Black Friday, <laughs> and I turn it into something else, but <laughs> I, I do that a lot. It's been a long weekend. After Black Friday, I really didn't watch any more lives after that. I did not pay attention. I, I watched some replays, but not really associated with anything Raiders. Um, the news was silent. So I didn't really, you know, pay too much attention. Saturday and Sunday was just WrestleMania. Oh, no, of course, baseball. regular season is upon us. Yankees already have played three games. I'll go over that during the sports side of it all. But yeah, back to Black Friday. It felt good. It was entertaining. I enjoy Black Fridays. I or anything with Black Saturday this time Black Friday. <laughs> It was a special day or a reason why, you know, it was Black Friday and not Black Saturday, just because the people were busy on the Saturday and they couldn't, you know, able to do it for Saturday. But it, it was, it was entertaining. It had to be done. Considering the, you know, during that week prior, shit happened. And it's unacceptable. confusing too like how did somebody who worked so hard to get their uh, channel monetized out of one shit can get it all taken away and there has never been anything done on there that is violent sure they're smoking weed and drinking but this individual is over the age, and there's it's not against the law, smoke weed. But there, he's not out there promoting it like, hey, kids, try this, right? Sure, he puts uh, on videos of, of, of giving props to women who are dancing and all that stuff for guys and stuff, but they're clothed. But YouTube allows shit that a, a, a group, a hate group, can say all oh, white people are fucking devils and the, the fuck them and, and and shit like that. Or all black people are the N-word and, and nothing gets done. It's confusing to me. Like YouTube, what is your policy? What is exactly your policy? You state this and this and this and when you look on it, I look back I still don't see a reason for it. But then again, it's not my channel, so I don't know any strikes that this individual got or whatsoever. So this leads to this speculation. An individual representing the Mount Shitmores did an individual or did a video of how he became a Raider fan. And he got mocked because he was reading from a fucking paper (laughs) or seemed like it. He sounds like he's a robot. Of, you know, that whole, that Mikey Raider started of, you know, tell how you, here's the challenge, how you became a Raider fan, blah, blah, blah. What does the Raiders mean to you? And people were doing it. Mikey Raider initially calls out um, Wi-Fi and, or Mitch and Graphic. And then later, in another video, also calls out Wi-Fi for it. There's reasons. There's reasons. Right? There some good reasons to speculate those three individuals. Considering when there's beef, some sort of beef with Mikey and all three of them. I don't know exactly the full beef because it's I'm not either or. So, But you know, he came out with a challenge. And then people took offense and stuff like that. And they, you know, it led to people saying their opinions of how they, why, and here's my challenge. And Hammer got on and he did his, why he became a Raider and flat out didn't seem like he was a genuine Raider fan. And then Stan, (laughs) a puppet a great skit by Luna. I don't think I was doing a spoiler there, right? I mean, everyone knows that the puppet's not fucking real. <laughs> and this individual took offense to it. <laughs> Hammer. Hammer. Come on, man. You took offense to a puppet. A fucking puppet. Puppet. <laughs> A fucking puppet. But yet. Luna's channel wasn't flagged. (laughs) Dirty's was. All this shit talk that we do. And only one of you can do is flag one channel. Why? I don't see it. I don't see it. Now. That's how we took it. We took it as that and we felt that it was fucked up. so you know you haven't been doing your shit lately after that. hiatus It's been while I'm just saying it does not look good. So we took it on you all again because we know that Hammer, all because you may have been upset, you did not do this on your own. You definitely didn't come to the conclusion that, hey, they made fun of me. I'm going to flag their channel. No, 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 no. We know that you all don't move without the other say so. So you're all guilty in our book. And Black Friday brought that back after two mild Black Saturdays in a row. Still fun and entertaining, but it was mild. This one brought it back to where you guys were the subject to get ridiculed as the shit marks that you truly are. Flag that, bitch. You're a fake, a fraud, a phony. All four of you are chumps, bitches, cunts. And anybody that represents you fuckers, idiots. I can understand if you didn't know or don't know what's fully going on. So allow me to tell you if you already haven't known, all you gotta do is go to Raider Ben's channel. And you can see the bashings on Black Saturday or yeah, Black Saturdays of the how this got started and why this got started. Watch it all. Okay? Watch the parts of how graphic would uh Tell somebody to go commit suicide. And then challenge the person to fight and never show up like the bitch and coward he is. The proof that we all have, the receipts that we have of all these cunts. Anybody that still supports these individuals, you too will be treated. As such. Moving on because I'm sick and tired of talking about these idiots. Until Saturday. Unless you guys do something else or your groupies talk shit and we caught wind and we got proof of it. And you know, you're know you just the next contestant on the Black Saturday. Chat GPT is banned in Italy over privacy concerns, according to BBC, will more follow, meaning more countries follow. Possible. Now, I haven't yet experienced any leaks or breaches. I haven't heard of any. Until reading this article that was a couple of days ago, or yesterday, I should say. Is this real? Or someone pissed at the hype of AI? That's possible. And yes, a breach to Italy's concern of italy's concern can very well be real they the ai is coded to learn and with that anything any negative is highly possible so this ban in italy is pretty much more of a thorough check. That's all this is. Nothing to be concerned of. Go ahead and use GBT. Always be cautious of whatever you use anyways. That's always the rule of thumb. But I, I want to be alarmed until you have more data of it, I should say. So now let's move on to the E3. The electric entertainment expo and it has been canceled last time we had one was in 2019 i believe yeah before the pandemic 2020 was fully canceled 21 i believe was also canceled 22 was digital um but yeah this one has been canceled over the lack of interest Meaning they couldn't sell enough tickets to do it, or want to do it. This doesn't hurt gaming or new game announcements. What COVID taught us is there's, oh, there's there's other ways to do something. So game companies will use Geoff Kriegley's. I know I fucking that word up or his name up, uh, Summer uh, Game uh, um, Fest, which is June 8th. Microsoft Xbox Game Showcase and Starfield Direct, which is June 11th. And Ubisoft Forward Live, which is June 12th, to get people informed, excited about upcoming games. TikTok awaits their fate in the U.S., And according to the Pew Research Center, by more than two to one, Americans support US government banning TikTok. Granted, ages 16 to 29 don't support it, but ages 30 plus, meaning 30 plus and over, do support the ban. Those that use it don't support it, and those that don't do support it. So pretty much TikTok is mostly used by people who are under the age of 30. Mostly. So of course they're not going to like it because they're not going to understand why. Most of them. So yeah. WWE. Now, WWE started as CWC. This was like in the 50s. Summer's around there. Rumored to be by Jess McMahon, which is the father of Vincent J. McMahon, who is Vincent Kennedy McMahon's father. So, CWC got rebranded in 1965 to become WWWF, which is Worldwide Wrestling Federation. And then in 1980, WWF, which is World World Wrestling Federation. And due to a lawsuit and lost the name of WWF, it rebranded again to drop the E or drop the F. Basically, that slogan, get the F out, became the slogan. And that was in 2002, and that became WWE, which still stands. So it seems that WWE would no longer be owned by a McMahon. As of April 2nd, it was reported by CNBC that a deal was imminent for WWE to merge with Endeavor. Endeavor. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Endeavor, which is the UFC parent company. And this ownership will be 51% my majority stake for Endeavors. How do I feel about this? Good. Actually, tell you the truth, I do. Um, smart move by Endeavor, who owns the parent company of UFC, which is the best MMA fighting, you know, globally. It's you know, it's 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 popular, and then you add the best. I hate to say it, but it's been you know, it's the long time WWE has been the flagship of professional wrestling. They have been, right? So now you add that to it. If the rumor is true, and I want to continue to say that because there hasn't been a signed deal yet, and it hasn't been reported, at least at this time of talking. Later on today, it possibly will be. Now, my concern, my concern over this is... Who will be running WWE? Keep in mind. UFC is still, as the president, is still running the and calling the shots, is Dana White. So who's going to be running WWE for them? Who's going to be that guy that is controlling the scenes? Within. You can't give it to Vince, right? Nick Kahn, right? Who's been continued to be that guy or one of them. If I was in Dover or whoever they are. Truthfully speaking, I would let Triple H because you're not asking him to do the full business side of everything, right? I mean, you're asking him to be the promoter and the creator, which Triple H has done majority of it now, even though uh, Vince is back, whatever, trying to make the sale, whatever. But yeah, I think this is great news for I mean, it, the possibilities of having a merger with UFC and, and and there's a lot of things you could do. There's a lot of things you could do. I mean, and kudos to this this investment group because they're making they're going to be making a lot more money from UFC draws. And uh, and and WWE, whoo, that's big. That's big. That's really really big. WrestleMania Thirty Nine, a two night event. Night one was great. Night two wasn't. Night one felt like a meaningful. Event and a Triple H mindset while nine, night two felt like a meaningless Raw or SmackDown and Vin- and a Vincent Kennedy McNugget vision. Now, night two did have a moment of this was a uh, great, what this was great, and that was the triple threat match for the IC title, Gunther is it he's the it factor it was the tremendous match edging uh edge and finn uh the who was doing the demon was good but finn should have won instead of edge who will be performing for at least another year or two before he retires cody vs. Reigns for the undisputed title was a good match but the finish wasn't, I don't see a new contender now for the for the undisputed title, which brings me again to this. Night one was made, what made sense. And, uh, you know, it, 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 six out of seven was night one. Night two was two out of six. Overall, eight out of 13, which was a success. But not the greatest Wrestlemania Ever It wasn't It just wasn't it, it wasn't a fantastic Well I mean it was a good Wrestlemania it just wasn't the greatest Wrestlemania ever Um. I mean I, I, I'm being a little bit too hard On the main event of, of, of night two. I really am. I mean, because it was a good match. But was there really a story? Now I think about it. Was there truly a story for Cody to win? Only story they had is the father couldn't of Dusty Rhodes, and Dustin Rhodes didn't either. Um, They put him and made him into Goldust, who legendary character for the WWE, uh, WWF at that time. And Cody, who you know, had a good beginning was part of this stable with Randy Orton and Ted DiBiase Jr. Then made into the dashing character and then Stardust, which the opposite of Goldust. I don't know if it was a mockery or something, but they had tag team titles, right? And then Cody Moves went, out, went on and did the independent scene redid himself? Uh, goes to Impact, goes to our TNA. Uh, and starts to develop this American Nightmare persona, and you know, go to New Japan, Ring of Honor, joins Bullet Club. Um, of course, that was one of the founding fathers of AW. But his dream was to come back to WWE and do something at that event, WrestleMania. And he became, you know, he he got there, and his first match back was against Seth Rollins, and it was great. And then he got hurt, took time off, of course, to, you know, still continue on with the match, and, you know, and, and came back and, you know, and, and, and you know, got the opportunity to face Roman, at, you know, WrestleMania to be the main event. He earned it. He earned the opportunity, but the really, what's what was the storyline? As I think back, even though I was pissed, but Roman Reigns is on this plateau right now of being linked to the Bob Backlands. The Hulk Hogan's, the Bruno Sammartinos of the longest tender title reigns, and it, I mean, we're talking over—you know, what was it, thousand and nineteen or two thousand and twenty? Since he last lost, so you want a loss meaningful? right so it, it had to make sense it, it it did it had to make sense for him to lose yes this would have been great for Cody it would elevate the crowd would erupt it, it would have been great but then what right who who's next in line to challenge Cody there there wasn't nobody unless there was a rematch with Roman Now that you had Cody lose, and he's still struggling to be the first, to do something that his father couldn't do, to do something that his brother couldn't do. You had the Usos already losing the tag team titles in night one in a fantastic main event. So now the bloodline is crippled a little bit. Of course, they interfered in this match. And then the t- new tag team champions of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens comes in. And, you know, they still have their way with the Usos. And it allows again a one-on-one. And this is all while the referee got knocked out. And now you allow, allow Sokoa, the Usos' real-life younger brother, to interfere, do his spike, the finger thing like Umaga does. Or did. And Roman gets to win. So Roman won. Based on help by his bloodline. You know. Where Cody. So now this sets up. Where the new storyline is. Cody Rhodes. Is going to be teaming up. With with Kevin Owens. And Sami Zayn. And they're going to take out Roman. And the Usos or the rest of bloodline and then eventually cody and roman for the second time one-on-one and that's when you know you, you can make it to when it's you know the thousand day in a row of holding on to the title whatever right I don't know where, I don't know when, I don't, I mean, I don't know exact numbers of, of how long, but it's been a while, you know, I'm thinking maybe 2019, I mean, or, summer's around there, 2020, I, I can't remember. And then once Cody defeats Roman Reigns to become the new champion it will be more meaningful because not only did you stop the bloodline, but you took a guy who was this era of a Hogan, Bob Backlund and Bruno Sammartino. See, now I'm thinking rationally and and logically it it makes sense. It, It did make sense. I didn't like it because I thought Cody's ready. You know what I mean? Just because it's, it's there. But then, if you stop and think of it, what, what was the story? That that's not enough to defeat a guy who was on his reign. No pun. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I get it. The the so I mean, I know I gave it a, a a two. What was it? Two out of six that I gave it for night two. I'm gonna up it. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say it's a three out of six. The Roman Reigns, I mean, I get it as far as because I don't think I agree when people or whoever is thinking how I'm thinking of when they're calmed down and that they're more thinking logically. (laughs) So I get it, yeah, you know. I mean, and you know, Monday night is it's going to be interesting to see, especially the night after WrestleMania, who's back, who's new. And what's the future of the new season, pretty much? But I get it. It was all right. It was all right. It was again. So up it up instead of two to six, it's it's nine out of thirteen. That's still success. It is a successful WrestleMania overall. It was a major success. Now, who I think didn't benefit out of WrestleMania? Umos, I think he got, I think he got buried by Brock Lesnar. You want to make him to be your, this new giant and, and he lost to a part-timer makes no sense to me. Like, I don't, I don't care what he does now because it, 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 it's meaningless. You, you, you just, you got B, who cares? Finn Balor. Granted, him and Edge's age are close. Edge is about eight or nine years older. Finn has been in this business for a long time. He's one of the original founding fathers of the the Bullet Club. You know, Edge is a Hall of Famer. Finn is the first Universal Champion. But he took this loss as the demon. Okay. I mean, this ends that story, or should end the storyline between Edge and Judgment Day. But I would have put Finn over. I would have him because you need somebody next in line. Edge has two, one, maybe one or two years tops before he officially just retires for good. at least that's what he said he was going to do. I mean, I if he's not if he plans on being on longer than 2 years, then this win for him makes sense or having him move over makes sense. It makes sense as far as ending the storyline, you know that, you know that I'm the creator of Judgment Day, you are not Finn and what I create I destroy or can destroy that I get that part but to put somebody over i would i would have Finn win. the female tag teams it was a four-way just like how the guys have were uh the on uh, night one where um the street profits won which that was fantastic street profits are amazing tag team they definitely can go for the tag team titles and then you had the War Raiders, who are a legitimate tag team. Then you had, you know, um, Alpha Academy, which are a tag team, but, you know, I mean, former champs. And then you had uh, the newly assembled Braun Strowman and Ricochet, which that, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, whatever. But it, that match was great. The women's side of it, night two. You had Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, who are legitimate, right? They're they're legit. This was match two of the night of night two. Night one started out with almost and (laughs) almost (laughs) versus Braun or uh, Brock Lesnar, and this one was a fatal four way, and I knew who was going to win. And it was boring. It was meaningless. And then a third segment was the introduction of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal winner, Bobby Lashley, that was done on SmackDown. So why wasn't this talked about on on Saturday night? Why did you wait to this? And on a third segment. So I was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck? This is so boring. And then the segment four was somebody coming to the fucking announce table. Um, uh, 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 I forgot his name. Uh, um, he's, he's in catering all the time. Um, uh, whoever, it doesn't matter. And then that fifth segment was a match of the triple threat, which was a great. Gunther is a legitimate, like I said, he's the it. He's the it factor. He is the Intercontinental Champion. I think he's going to go down as the best Intercontinental Champion of all time. He's big. He's strong. He knows how to move. He knows how to pace himself. I personally think he's next in line. He could challenge Roman Reigns, and I I would be okay for him to go over. But it's still Katie, Cody's run with Roman. The women's champion, Raw's women's championship, was was, was good. right? I, I didn't care who won because both are legit. Both are good. Uh, Asuka versus Bianca Belair. And it was a fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but it was good. It was okay, you know. But, yeah, I mean, so 9 out of 13 is still good. It's still good. Deliver what it's supposed to. Considering now we don't know what the next step is today, if the final, it's going to be where WWE is sold. You know what I mean? A lot of that probably played a part. I don't know. Uh, We'll we'll know more about as time goes on. We'll probably know more when Raw happens. So XFL. Now it's the sports side of it all. XFL, week seven. Started on March 31st, Friday. Had one game. Seattle Sea Dragons ups their record to 5-2 after defeating the now 3-4 Arlington Renegades 24-15. On Saturday, April 1st, two games played. First one, Vegas v- Vipers is now two and five. After their win over the now two and five, San Antonio Brahmas 26 to 12. And the final game on Saturday was the win list. Bra- was the winless no more. Orlando Guardians now at one and six, given the now six and one. DC Defenders. That first loss. The score of that was 37 to 36. Sunday, April 2nd, which was yesterday, closing out week seven, the now 5 and 2 St. Louis Battlehawks dropped the Houston Roughnecks to 4 and 3 by the score of 24 to 15. Hoyas, oh, well, no real news, so let's go to the NCAA tournament. The Final Four, I called it. I said that San Diego State would be FAU, and UConn will beat Miami, and they did. Miami got their ass whooped, by the way. UConn whipped their shit out of them. Now, the championship game is set tonight i'm sticking with uconn to beat san diego state i know it's weird as a hoya some people are gonna say yo i i, I thought you never root for your, your your team's division to win and normally that's true college football basketball i do if the hoyas are not in which they haven't been in a long ass fucking time i I I root for the Big East to win, regardless of what tournament it is. If it's my team not going to win it, I'm okay if anybody else in the Big East would. I'm cool with that. So, yeah, I'm pulling for UConn to win. Now let's go to the Irish. As of today, Irish have made... Well, they have had six practices. With number seven being on tomorrow, nothing else is really to talk about. Just practices and, you know, they have their off days and they come back and they'll be back tomorrow and then, you know, they'll finish it up with April 22nd with that blue and gold game. Doubles On Friday, I predicted another split. Between the Hornets and the Grizzlies. Or with the Hornets and the Grizzlies. I just didn't predict. Who the Bulls. Would beat or lose to. They didn't split. Instead. They won both games. And on March 31st. The Bulls. Beat up on the Hornets. In Charlotte. By the score of 121-91. to Then on April 2nd. The Bulls. Laugh at the Grizzlies in Chicago from by from this the score being 128 to 107. Now with four games left in the regular season, doubles coming in at 38 and 40 sit in the 10th spot by four games up, one game behind both the eighth and ninth seed, and three games behind the seventh spot. They again play two more games before Friday's show tomorrow. The Bulls host Atlanta Hawks. Then on April fifth, they travel to Milwaukee to face the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, the Bucks. My prediction for these five, for these two games is a split. Raiders. Well, it's been quiet minus the rumors. So now we go to the Yankees. I left off talking about games uh, left off to after the game one, the win five nothing. Um, So, you know, <laughs> it's the start of the three game set. So three games. So I'm going to be talking about game two and three and then the other games that. Before Friday show. So the Yankees won 5-0 on March 30th. And then game two, the Yankees lost 7-5. Judge went three three and five with a run and one RBI. Velope, first hit of his major league career. In fact, he had two for four in that game two. With a run scored, Lemayu. Lizzo, Stanton, Donaldson, and Cabrera added one hit in uh had added in one hit each. Yankees offense, five runs total, two home runs by Stanton, his first, and Donaldson his first. Ten hits combined for the team. They struck out nine times. velape also had his second stolen base of the season. Schmidt and King, who picked up the loss. He's at one one. And Holmes, who is the closer, didn't pitch well at all. Schmidt, who got the start, pitched three innings, 3.1 innings, allowed five hits, three runs all earned, two home runs given up. Walked one, struck out five king, one in point two innings, pitch or 1 in point, 1.2 innings pitch gave up four hits two runs all earned walk one struck out three Holmes 0.2 innings three hits allowed um, gave up two runs all earned Peralta Abreu and Cordero pitched very good in game 2 Yankees pitching staff 9 innings pitch Allowed 12 hits, 7 runs, earned, walked 3, struck out 13, and given up 2 home runs. Um, They also, in that game 2, they also, well, they they brought the winning run to play. They had bases loaded and many choices. And that game 2 was this. this, Here's the storyline of game 2. The Giants... Was gritty and came ready to play. Where the Yankees missed out on opportunities after opportunities. They could have blown away the Giants. They could have swept the Giants, and they just didn't. Game three, the rubber game. Yankees bounced back with a win. They won six to nothing yesterday. With this three-game set, 2 and one as I predicted. I did predict them to go 2-1. and one. And um, in these three games, Yankees won their two games by a shutout. And I believe, don't quote me on this, that this is the first time in Yankee history, which goes back 1918, 1919, or a little bit before that, that the Yankees to start the season had two shutouts for a win. Felder, this In game three, this is the storyline. Kinnerfelda made his center field center field debut. He's normally a third baseman or shortstop. This is the first time ever playing center field in the pros. And Brito. Who made his Major League Baseball debut as our starting pitcher? And so Cabrera went two for four. Torres, Judge, Rizzo, Staten, and Kyle Higashi each had a hit. Yankee offense, six runs, seven hits, three home runs. Judge with his second of the season. Staten hit with the second of the season. And Kyle Higashi hit his first of the season. Two stolen bases. Velape third of the season, and Torres added his second of the season. Yankees also struck out six times. Ambrito, now 1-0, who joins Cole from game one, pitching a shutout, uh, and winning the game. He pitched five innings. Allowed two hits, zero runs, zero walks, striking out six in five innings. Cordero, Marciano, who had a hold, so he had a hold one. And Brewer, who also pitched really good from the bullpen. Yankees pitching staff in this game, nine innings pitch, three hits allowed. Zero runs, walk two, striking out 12. After three games, Judge with a .462 average, two home runs, zero walks, striking out five times. Rizzo, uh, .375 average, zero home runs, walk three times, striking out two times. Those are the two highest percentage of average right now, after three games, Cole and Brito with a win, King with the loss. Um, and before Friday's show, the Yankees would ha- will have played in four more games, one more series that they have started, which is today. Which is a three-game series against the Phillies, who are coming into this series 0-3. Cortez and Gorman making their season debuts and starts. Cole for his second start, which is Game Three of that se- of the coming up series. The fourth game is the first row game of the season, April 6 against the O's, the, the Ori- Baltimore Orioles. Um which is the start of the three game series with them predictions of these four games that I would, you know before Friday um I, I, I got Yankees going three and one in these four games. So yes, that means that they're gonna be five and two. So Friday show, I'll go over week eight matchups in the XFL. The NCA championship game. I predict UConn to win it, which is tonight. The Bulls, two games against the Hornets. I mean, sorry, against the Hawks and Bucks. I predict the, another split. Yankees, four more games. Remember, I predict three and one. And whatever else I want to talk about. So until then, as always, Salute Nation.